The NFT market is projected to double by October as trading volume surges. So are NFT collectibles actually securities? Hmm. Akon is selling an NFT featuring DNA art. Andy Warhol is getting another 15 minutes of fame posthumously. And does Instagram have their eyes on NFTs? Would it be called NFTstagram? The crypto markets may be up and down, but the NFT world soldiers forth with more creators entering the space. Thanks for making us a top 100 technology show. We hope to continue providing value for you on this Nifty News episode number 60 of the Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go. It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's line with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Hi, Travis. Hello, <laughs> welcome to the show. I don't know what this is, kind of like a demonic Kermit the Frog. Hi-ho, NFT. <laughs> it is kind of like a, a demonic Kermit the Frog. Welcome to the Nifty Show, folks. We thank you for tuning in. The show where we talk about NFTs. We're actually the very first show to talk about nfts and we're coming up on our one-year anniversary here soon sir lord Jolcom. amazing um you know we started it because the same reason we started bad crypto kind of right we were talking having these crypto conversations so often and we're like why don't we do a show let's you know just bring those conversations public and talk to cool people we'll get super connected it'll be great fun we'll probably make money and then and of course that happened and uh, then we start talking about nfts all the time we started making them we're like you know what this is so fun let's talk to cool people in the nft space and the nifty show was borneth and here we are today on episode number 60th with a lithith Mm. And they actually kind of parallel one another because, you know, when we started Bad Crypto, there was a project that we were going to be working on around, you know, content and verifying content and verifying the bias. It was a thing called Deep Seed. We're like, oh, having a podcast to promote that would be a great idea. Well, then we decided we were going to do Blockchain Heroes and we're like, oh, well, we're going to need an avenue to promote it too and talk about it and the other cool stuff. So it's kind of like, there's a cool little pal- a parallel behind each show that we launched. Well, the place we like to start with the Nifty News episode of the Nifty Show is on CoinGecko.com. And so for those of you listening to the show, you can imagine the visuals. But if you want to actually see the visuals, then you can go to nifty.show forward slash YouTube, where all of the episodes are posted along with all the visuals. So time stamping this on May the 25th, 2021, it is 1.37 p.m. Eastern time, the entire crypto market cap still taking a big hit from the dive over the past week 1.6 trillion dollars the top uh the nft market cap is 15 billion dollars theta network uh, lost about half of its value since its top it's at 649 uh everything's lost value right there's just no denying that chili's engine decentraland flow ecomi you know took a hit probably not as big as the others uh, bakery swap wax is sitting at 14 and a half cents which is just absolutely criminal and then you've got axes at 389 alien world 17 cents down from like i mean look at the hit it took 51 percent in the last seven days ouch the aliens are attacking yeah and i'm looking at these right here i mean just take a look at flow i've not seen flow this low for like forever since like- you know yeah, well, so it came out, and if you look at the chart on Flow, like it, it came out, well, they did an ICO on it, which we've lamented many times how they came out and did a 10 cent ICO, uh, but you couldn't participate in it if you're a U.S. citizen, so we didn't get to participate in it because of the bastards, uh, but uh, not Flow, they weren't the bastards, there's people in the governments that are the bastards. But uh, then it came out and it was like five bucks and immediately seven bucks and then 10 bucks and then boom, 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 boom. It's been, it's been sitting around 30 bucks for the longest time. 
this thing took a pretty sub substantial hit down to $14 and 31 cents. I'm actually kind of surprised to see that we've seen the Comey sort of continue to drop. As you mentioned, wax dropping down to less than 15 cents. Like what? Like this has a market cap of $231 million. Are you serious? And like, bakery swap has like three X the value. It just doesn't make sense. Sometimes like sometimes like oh. engine still at a billion dollars. There's no reason with wax and like Robotech and street fighter Capcom and all these other things that are popping up on wax. Why wax shouldn't be up there in the top three, uh, you know, blockchain NFT platforms in price. It, it, it should totally be a billion dollar coin. I don't, do I, we, I, I don't understand. Do we sound a little butthurt? You know what? I am a little butt hurt, but um, I'm using these baby wipes now, so it's helping. <laughs> so let's take a look at some of the lead stories this week, according to Coin Telegraph, that has incidentally started a nifty news segment. Where, where did you see that, Travis? You told me about it, but I don't see. Uh, I was using a platform called BuzzSumo, and I pulled okay. it up and typed in NFTs and, and nifty. And then there's a segment actually by Sam, who, who writes the nifty news each week. There you go. NFT market projected to double by October. Uh, so they're saying it could rise to 125 million in July and 172 million by October for the That's trading nothing, volumes. That's no, still nothing. No, That's it's nowhere it, near what it's going to be. No, this is like, you know, NFTs, you could, you know, what we like to do with crypto is kind of compare it to the dot com, you know, world. Like, where is it the internet world? So we can compare NFTs to where we are in. Uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency years. And I would say NFTs are like mm, 2014, maybe, maybe 2014. Mm, maybe. Well, that's still, I mean, the total marketplace, the total trading volume uh, is, is not a hundred million dollars yet. So that seems like that seems kind of low. I do know that that, that, that that number doesn't seem very accurate to me because I know that there's been all kinds of trading volumes way higher than that on nba top shot alone so mm -hmm. i don't know exactly what they're called they're pulling their data on because there's been a ridiculous amount there there was like one day where you know in in february or march where nba top shots did almost 100 million dollars in one day so, so this is it right here these numbers are correct uh, Invez, an online investing news and education platform this is their forecast i don't know where they're getting it but here's what i really don't understand um being a person who reads and also writes, how do you do journalisming and have typos in your articles, especially related to the name of your own publication? Coin Telegrapa. What is Coin Telegrapa? Come on, guys. I mean, this is actually the publication. They've typoed their own name in this article. Wow. So go to Cointelegrapa.com for the latest in your crypto news. Yeah, and there's that one that Beeple sale was for $69 million by itself. Like, come on. Like, these numbers are off, like, big time. Like, these numbers don't even make sense to me. Um, it says here that the industry capitalization of $470 million, uh, the marketplace for NFTs was worth $338 million in 2020, is expected. The trading volumes, they're talking trading volume overall, I just think th those numbers seem low because I've seen some serious stuff on NBA Top Shot. However, NBA Top Shot has been suffering uh, a bit because it's like they have these launches, and then when they have launches, the marketplace isn't for sale, isn't open. And so I know a lot of people have just gotten out of the habit of going to the, the, the Top Shot marketplace because it's like you don't know if it's open or if it's not. And so I've seen a tremendous drop-off because I've sort of left my portfolio sitting where it was, and it went – from my cards in NBA Top Shot went from around hundred grand in value in in February, and now they're worth about twelve grand. So that's that's like a, that is almost, that's an eighty eight percent drop right there. Here's the other thing that uh, went down: Nifty Gateway. Right, I looked at the the prices of the art that I have purchased on Nifty Gateway. And they have plummeted. In fact, I've scooped up a few pieces that I've liked for some time and didn't get in the initial sale at 
you know, basement prices below retail. And, uh, and I'm just hodling those because, you know, time I believe is coming back. We are not financial advisors and, and, mm-hmm. you know, don't, don't take anything we say as investment advice. If you do, you are fool. Don't do that. Yeah. Go do your own research, but uh, nifty. I, gateways, actually, right? I actually have three of those Kobe's now. Do you? Because the price, the price went down and the price went down. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to say I snagged like a number 40 mint for like, for like two grand or something, which uh, originally they were like, really high, like a 40 mint for that. I was like, yeah, I'm just cost price averaging at this point, my Kobe's. And uh, I have three of the 429 of them, which I think eventually those things are going to be just ridiculously valued. Nice. What nice haul. So, you know, I think here's what's happened is oversaturation. They're dropping stuff every day. Uh, they've created this, ecosystem over there that's like buy it and flip it right they weren't doing open editions for the longest time it was just here's what's available good luck may the fastest clicker get them now you enter a drawing for those one of whatever's they've got those they've got the auction pieces and then they have open editions and i would only buy an open edition if i really liked the piece there's no point in buying an open edition to flip because everybody who wants to buy them is buying them. If you're planning on flipping it in the future, that's another thing. But be prepared to huddle it for a while because you can't flip something right away that everybody just paid retail for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kobe Bryant one, that was that was one that was um, an open an open edition, but I didn't see it when it came out because – Again, some of the things were getting so overpriced, and 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 the whole experience was like, all right, well, I'm not really too excited about this. I'm gonna, uh, and then they just they started having some lower quality art pieces and much higher quantity prices, right? Is the I'm like, seriously, like this ghost thing, like they like, oh, here's a little blob of color with transparent yeah. color blob, like, dude, that's not art. You, they paid, they paid you don't shit. You don't understand art, Sir Lord Travis, right? You are you're clearly, not an artist. You're not an art. You're a fartist. You're That's not an true. artist. You're a uh, But, you know, the question now is, are these things securities? And apparently there's a collector of Top Shots who is suing Dapper Labs for allegedly selling NFTs as unregistered securities. Uh, you know why would you buy in the first place if you think that what you're buying, you're not buying legitimately? So the thing that this particular plaintiff is upset about that they have to wait months on end to get their money out. So I don't know why, why, why can't people get their money out? That, that is one of the legitimate questions that pops up on their Discord all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, why can't I get my money out? So that's well, the issue here. It's, it's I think that's really what the issue is. But you can't get your money out. You can get it out. But it's originally it started out, you could only pull out $1,000 a day. But it's not a day. It's like you pull out. Now it's a three. The last I saw was 3000 you could pull out. And it's not per day. It is, all right, we're going to set up a bank wire. And it takes about five days, five to seven days for that money to go. So basically you can only pull out $3,000 a week. And if you put in a whole lot of money and you've bought a lot of these packs or you've sold a big, you know, card for a couple hundred grand, like if you had like a LeBron James that sold for $250,000 and you could only pull out $3,000 a week from that, like it's still, it's a lot of money, but still you want to gain access to your money quickly. And so I can see why that's a problem. If it's like, why, if they're paying, why can't they just put it in USDT and send it? They, they literally, it's literally a convoluted system, which I thought was stupid. Um, but yeah, I can see that, but it's not necessarily a security. It's just an, a beta project that doesn't have its shit together. That's worth billions of dollars in valuation now. And they should have that. They should have had that set up long ago. Oh, I sold this for $250,000. Boom, let those funds clear if somebody bought it with a mm-hmm. credit card or whatever they bought it, and then take your 5% and send that money on. They don't need to be holding people's money. That's bullshit. So this article covers a lot of the discussion that's taking place on Reddit about this, and, and I love that you know the internet has absolutely destroyed any sense of you know, class, uh, I should talk as the inventor of the iFart app, by the way. Mm-hmm. NFT Addict says, he doesn't feel like moments are securities. Great. So that's what he said. Why all the hubbub? 
who says he's a lawyer, but not a securities expert, I'd be shocked if legally these are classified as securities. But my favorite is the Redditor Farty McPoopy Balls. <laughs> right. <laughs> Noted that the securities claim may fall short. I, I love that we're going to Reddit now to somebody with the name Farty McPoopy Balls to get um, investment advice. So, so let me ask you this then. So if I were to go on eBay and go buy a 1986 Fleer Michael Jordan card, which I almost did recently because I always wanted one. And I'm like, dude, if I want to pay this much, this amount of money for an NFT, I probably should get my most, the most coveted basketball card out there, an actual Michael Jordan cardboard. And uh, would, would those be securities? No, they're collectibles. It's, it's like art. Is art a security? No. But the problem here is, as I understand it, it really is, is don't freaking hold our money. You know, Dapper Labs, it, you can't hold, you, can, you can't just pull out 33 grand a week. That's bullshit. Like, fix that. And then I think they wouldn't have a problem at all. Thus speaketh Ferdy McPoopy Balls. That's true. That's, <laughs> I'm very envious of that name. I, I wish I could have been like Sir Lord Farty McPoopy Balls. <laughs> That's what he could do if he gets some, some land in Scotland. His, his Royal Highness. Sir Lord Farting McPoopy Balls. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why we're a top 100 technology show, ladies and gentlemen. Right, because right we there. reference things off of Reddit and stuffs. Yes. I'm going to get myself a nice cold one. Oh, yeah. Victoria Brewery is crafting its own Ute. NFT, it says here on this article. Another freaking typo. What the <laughs> what the on NFT radar? On a headline. N-I-Q-E. Yeah, nice, nice. Unique. But there's a Victoria Brewery is they did it a couple of times. Look, they did it again. Unique. A craft's eunuch. Uh it's maybe they, maybe it has no balls. It's a eunuch. Um <laughs> so so there's uh there's an NFT beer. And the winning bidder is going to get uh, it receives 250 exclusive NFT IPA cans. So, so not only are you going to get a digital thing, but you're actually going to get your own physical. So, I guess uh, uh, non fungible physical. What is the term that's called physical, physical, and digital, fi- digital, physical? Digital, I don't know. Digital? I just know it's unique. Fidgetal. Fidgetal. It's it's unique. That's all that matters to me. And, and, you know, why must everybody reference people? Honestly, you know, it's it's such an outlier that this one piece sold for sixty nine million dollars. But everybody has to mention it. And uh, frankly, I'm getting tired of it. Hey, uh, Joel, did you know that people sold an NFT for almost sixty nine million dollars, almost over sixty nine million dollars? It's pretty impressive. Let's put it on every podcast story that we talk about i love that idea. you know what his reddit username is it's farty mcfarty beeples <laughs> that's great i think this is cool so this is not just an nft this is an nft with a fidget with a fidgetal can so you actually get the digital aspect and then i guess you get a real can sent to you as well that's what it looks like to me and then if you open it up and drink it, it you got to have more than one so you need to buy yourself a 12 pack of nft ipas that way you can get your buzz on so meanwhile a variety magazine has much to say about NFTs. There's a company called Sator or Sator, the development of a decentralized app that allows users to earn NFTs tokens and other rewards for simply watching their favorite TV shows. So you'll need an app that, you know, is on like your phone or something, and somehow you'll be able to earn nfts as you are watching maybe you'll need proof of watching that you're engaging maybe it'll ask questions to Mm -hmm. prove that you're actually watching the show right now i'm not sure i like the idea though i mean this is something we've we've talked about before you know i think it's worthless about variety and then you know the new york times does this as well new york times rarely ever will actually link to a resource that's valuable they'll link to their own stuff or like not link to anything at all so i'm like oh sater i want to click on that and it's basically variety.com slash T slash Sater. They're mm-hmm. linking to their own page and you go to it and it's like, oh, here's the two times we've mentioned the word Sater. Like, no, I want to actually go to, is it Sater.io? Is it Sater.com? Mm-hmm. TV, NFT. Let's see if I can find it. 
It is. Nope. Don't find it yet. Can't find well, it yet. It's not the only value that Variety brings because I've also just discovered that Lindsay Lohan is returning to acting in a Netflix Christmas romantic comedy. So, okay. so that's exciting. In a all right, I have so found this. Oh, it is Sator.io. S A T O R.io. And there's another article right here that I'll go ahead and share here if you don't mind, Sir Lord uh, Joel Com. I share. You can sharing is find the button. The button's not caring. Uh, Push the button. Scrunched down, so I couldn't actually share. So here's an interesting thing: Refinable partners with Sater to integrate NFTs into TV series decisions. So this is um, another project. Refinable is partnering with Sater to be able to do some of this here, and um, they launched their Binance Smart Chain based NFT platform. Refinable did, and they're teaming up with Sater to use NFTs and fine token holders which is uh the token i guess for refinable and uh they're going to do different things with the interactive tv shows uh, this economy be able to open this stuff up here this is a cool this is actually is a cool use case for nfts watch the show imagine if you're watching something like on hulu or on netflix and you're like all right you're one of the first you know 500 people to watch this claim your nft like i think we're going to start seeing a whole lot more things like that there's a lot of brands that are starting to do more things with NFTs and uh, TV shows and movies and all kinds of things with this. Joel, this is this kind of stuff is, is exciting to me. I think we're really on the edge of, like, I mean, just NFTs blowing up. I mean, people are know what, what NFTs are now, but it's just going to be a regular thing. Like, oh, scan this QR code on this show, and boop, and you get to claim your NFT. Like, that's going to happen. Like, that's we're not far away from this stuff. No, it's 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 right on our doorstep. You are correct, good sir, Lord Travis. Person. I'm gonna copy that and put that in the show notes so you guys can see it. Well, there you go. That'll be in there as well. Okay, uh, we've talked about Acon on bad crypto. In fact, we've had Acon on bad crypto, and now there's a story here on Coin Telegrapa that uh, he is selling historic DNA art as an NFT in collaboration with the Oasis Network. Let's see what this is. So basically. They are auctioning off an NFT that's going to contain a high-res artistic representation of the genetic data of Professor George Church, a renowned biology researcher and the first human to have their genome sequenced. Oasis Labs is storing the metadata, and if you want to buy it, you can receive a 30x whole genome sequencing of their own DNA as well. So there you go, DNA NFT. Wow. You know, they don't show the artwork. I'd really like to see what that looks like. And I wonder if um, the the genome project, the Nebula genomics that they're talking about here, I wonder if that is a blockchain related privacy kind of a thing. Because I really would like to see my DNA. I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to go and do my ancestor thing. But it's like, I don't necessarily want to because of the privacy issues of that and it's like you know like ancestry i think is owned somebody somebody corrupt bought them and then like 20 do that but then i was like wait a second. the co-founder of google's that that means someday google's getting all my dna so i don't necessarily want that right it's like it's like but it would be great to know like oh you you have a proclivity for this and so you might want to change some of this travis uh, and be like, oh, that'd be good to know. But I, the, the privacy aspect of it kind of creeps me out. I can tell you what you have a proclivity for without your DNA. It's like pizza? Yeah. Tacos? <laughs> That's true. Is you your DNA what, actually, actually tell you that? I, found, I have found this is working well for me. <clears throat> is doing the 16, 8 uh, intermittent fasting. It's like what you do is you pick an eight-hour window that you eat. And then you don't eat outside of that window. And then that gives your body 16 hours to sort of heal itself and digest everything. And because if you're eating all the time, which is like my, my problem is like, I don't normally eat a lot of food, but it's like, I'll normally eat like a big lunch. And then I don't eat anything for like 10 or 12 hours. And then I eat something before I go to bed. So it's like, basically I'm having this, this weird cycle. It's like, and I've noticed that if I just eat in a smaller time window, I can eat the same stuff, but it's like, I tend to lose weight. So I'm, I'm actually from my all-time high, I'm down about 30 pounds. But since I started doing this, this 16.8, I'm down about 12 pounds. So you're kind of you're kind of like um, the crypto markets. You're off your all-time high right now. 
Yeah, Travis Waits goes up. Travis Waits goes down. Tra- Travis is bullish right now on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is always bullish on burritos. Uh, for sure. And uh, a little Chipotle. It's true. There's no Chipotle in, in, in uh, Puerto Rico. But I'm no. actually back in the States this week, and I'll be back down soon, tomorrow. Let's talk about sports uh, in on decrypt.co, which hopefully there's no typos today. Major League Soccer is launching its first NFTs. So basically, there's going to be four pieces created and auctioned off on Friday as um, there's a big tournament going on between the Portland Timbers and the LA Galaxy and the Seattle Sounders and Atlanta United. And so these two pieces, these four pieces are related to these two games. I like that it's very timely. And I think this is going to be important. You know, in the sports arena, um, we've got the collectibles that, you know, are a part of history, right? Like um, NBA Top Shot Moments. And we've got MLB um, on wax, which are baseball cards, right, that memorialize players. But to create event-based NFTs, I find more interesting than both of those. Yeah. I actually, let me show you something here real quick. Travis is going to go get something from his shelf. There he goes. You can see as he goes, it's very exciting. And now he's bringing it forward. It is a Super Bowl poster from, yeah, uh, yeah the Chiefs. Yeah. So, so two years ago, um, it was the Chiefs' 60th. It was the, the Chiefs' 60th anniversary, right? And they ended up going to the Super Bowl, and they won the Super Bowl. And last time they'd won a Super Bowl was 50 years before. But what was cool about their 60th season was every game they had a different artist create a really cool uh, poster. And you could go to the clubhouse, the, 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 the NFL store there, the clubhouse, whatever it's called, and you could go pick them up during the week. And then maybe there was still some available during the game, but they had a whole series of these awesome things. And so imagine if they have the physicals and then they also had digital ones that were NFTs. They should totally do like this. Like this, these things are so freaking cool. Like it's just a great, it's just a great memory from that thing. And they did one from all the playoff games and all the home games. They didn't do any for the away games, but I just thought that was so cool. They should totally Teams should totally do this, and this is kind of exactly what we're talking about right here, Joel, with uh, this Major League Soccer jumping in on the NFT. These are totally custom, really cool, one-of-one sort of that are commemorating that event. I love it. They're not the only ones commemorating wins. If you're into the soccer balls, um, then apparently in the, uh, the English Premier League is the Manchester City Club, and they are launching nfts on the nem blockchain so boy nfts are popping up everywhere everybody's going like all right everybody else is doing nfts how do we get them on our blockchain and now the uh, the nem group is going to be launching these to commemorate the uh that's the a name win. from like 2017 2018 isn't it it's like right. have you heard nem mentioned anytime recently nope no nem nope. But it doesn't mean, I mean, that you know, like the fact that they're still here and moving forward in 2021 means that they've been, you know, biddling this whole time. And mm-hmm. now they are NFT capable. Maybe they've always been. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a commemorative p- uh, piece that is going to launch on Maker's Place. They're going to be donating a portion of the proceeds to uh, City in the Community Charity. And this gives their fans an opportunity to own a piece of, uh, of history. I do like it. Cool deal. Manchester city. They, that Manchester, uh, their, their club there. They love it. They're, they're big out there in the UK. I tell you what, soccer over there. Immense. immense. Football. Goal. It's football, man. Mate. Hooligans. It's actually like some, some of their, some of these, these games, these rivalries are so vicious that, they have to put rival fans on the other side of the stadium. They can't like intermix them within because there's just fights break out too much. Like it's crazy. I was over there for, I think it was a Liverpool Manchester thing. And like, I don't know if you know this, but Manchester and Liverpool is not far away. It's like a, for $5, you can get on a, a, a Virgin uh, train and for five bucks and like, and there you are, it doesn't take long to go there. But they brutally dislike each other, and like man, it's like they separate them. It's, it's crazy. How I, I, I honestly, I've never understood that. Like, 
finding your identity so deeply rooted in your home team that you're willing to get into fights with others because they're talking smack about you. It just, I mean, it's well, not like they're picking really, on your kids. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's like, this is that, you know, the Romans had it figured out how to distract people was with bread and circuses. Right. And it's like, you have an innate, uh, you know, um, there's an instinct that you want to protect your home turf. Right. It's like, it's sort of built in from us, from our tribal instincts want to protect our own turf. And it's like that energy has been siphoned into sports for a lot of people. And it's almost like instead, and, and then whenever their team wins, they feel like they win. And so what happens is the, the distraction of sports by having your team feeling like they win, like, Oh, you won a championship. Yay. My team won a championship. Like, no, you didn't do shit, but you get that feeling like you did something. So then in your real life, you actually don't really accomplish anything, but your team wants something. So you feel like you've done something. Yeah. They got, they got paid a lot. Uh, you got paid absolutely nothing. I, I'm not saying, Hey, you know, I'm not crapping on sports. I think it's important. I think athleticism is important. I think competition is very important that we need to have winners and losers, right? I'm, no, I'm we all need, for we need participation trophies, Joel. No, not for you. Different than that. It's racist. You do not get a participation trophy from participating in this podcast today. You will either discover the most typos or I will, and that person will get the trophy. Mm. And so far, I'm beating you. That's so. good. Well, I found Unk. Unk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Andy Warhol, the uh, now no longer with us artist of uh, pop culture fame, has five NFTs, Christie's, the auction house is collaborating with the Andy Warhol Foundation. And uh, bids are starting at $10,000 for this piece called Andy Warhol machine made and i think we can take a look at them right here as they link to art news uh the the link here is about the authenticity uh is being questioned whether or not these are actual legit warhol pieces but you would think christie's would have done their uh, their homework it says that the original artifacts were recovered from warhol's computer held on a floppy disk owned by the warhol museum and were created on an Amiga system so that they are pixel accurate, 320 by 200 pixels, unaltered, unscaled, unstretched. Huh. You know, that's cool. So he started, he, what, so I'm reading this here as well, that he began a stint as a brand a, uh, ambassador for Commodore Internationally back in 1985, and he was gifted his Amiga 1000 computer, and it had this ProPaint software. So he basically started doing his own version of digital art. And if so, Warhol and the Omega, that is awesome. That's actually really cool. If he really created this, that is pretty spectacular. Like, I think those would go for those should go for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Why can't I see the actual sale though? Everything links to something else. This one here links they to, link to their uh, own shit. Another, I mean, like, get, can you show me the damn NFTs, please? Somebody, right? And here it is again. Oh, $69 million people <laughs> NFT sale at the bottom of the article. <laughs> you guys are killing me. I'm like, come on. Yeah. This is interesting. So, this is a, a very famous cover in the, uh, I guess, the comic book world here for Michael Turner's Fathom. And uh, this is the number one, this is the cover number one. Um, of three and this is the cover of, it's an nft that they created and they sold it for a hundred thousand dollars at auction i guess this was the top selling comic of 1998 and uh, comics and nfts are just a match made in heaven right it's just they're a perfect fit they are i'm i'm still looking at this i'm, I'm still trying to literally still trying to find the freaking yeah I even Googled in DuckDuckGo uh, Christie's Andy Warhol NFT, and it's more people talking about them, but not actually showing where the freaking sale is. They're not, it's not, nobody's linking to the actual information anywhere. Warhol Foundation is auctioning off the artist stuff. Maybe that's the link. I don't know. There's the same one. Oh, there we go. Oh, I found them, Joel. I okay, I here, them. I, will, I will take down my share, and you can show us. Founds them, and then uh, and and we're not going to go back to this Michael Turner story because I already shared it. So let's okay. see it. 
So here we go. Here's this one. This is the type. This is a self portrait that he created of himself. All right. That's what's there. It I'm is. not. This I'm not new. seeing. I'm not seeing anything yet. You're not. No. It's wanting to. I can tell it's trying. Okay. So it's try going. Again. It's going. I really want to share this with you, Joel. Okay. But let's try again. Can you see now? Not yet. It says you're, you've started screen sharing. This makes for really great podcasting, by the way, guys. So there it is. There's the soup. Okay. You see the soup here, the Campbell uh-huh. soup. Mm-hmm. So he drew that one. That's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Here's a banana because he's a big. Everybody knows bananas painted taped to a wall. That's art. Yeah. There and they go. got some other stuff here. And then here's another one. Like it's a, like a flat, weird flower thing. Mm-hmm. And he did it on this computer right here. There you go. How about that? Historic. Oh, there's another one right here. There we go. I think that's fascinating. I think those that are going to sell for a ton. I mean, all right. Like this right here, if there's only one of one and so buy this thing right here, like that would be freaking awesome. Can I just say, what the hell is wrong with these publications? Like, why are there no pictures of these NFTs or a link to them in your stories? Don't you think people will want to see them if you're going to write about it? Oh, Andy Warhol's, you know, they got NFTs or auction. Where are they? Well, you show them to you. That would mm-hmm. be too productive. Yeah. Oh, and the auctions bids, they've started at $10,000. Well, where are they? Where's the link? I want it. Maybe somebody wants to bid on it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, everybody wants to hop on the NFT bandwagon and the Associated Press is no different. They have a huge, um, you know, archive of photographs over the past 175 years. And now they're auctioning off 10 of them, 10 of these photos. And let's see if there's, yep, you can actually link to them. This is smart because it's actually on the AP site, right? They're going to put out a press release about themselves And they are going to link to it because the whole purpose of their press release on their own site is to sell these NFTs. Uh, So here, of course, you know, this is classic stuff, raising the flag on Iwo Jima, AP artifact number one. Uh, The sale ends on May 28th, and currently the bid is only $449.78. So if you want to bid on one of these here i'll bet you if i clicked on the collection we could see so the negative yeah it was like there was a negative in there they've only listed the one right now so i assume they're going to be listing others here shortly uh but that's a unique piece of history right there i mean it looks like this is a video nft that has the image presented in multiple different uh, exposures and mm. you got your negative the positive i think i saw another one where there's you know birds they've uh, put some effects on there really you know, cool like wow there's a tribute that's an awesome piece there. tribute to soldiers right there thank, thank you to all of you who have served our country by the way oh look at that d-day stuff going on wow all right this is much more than just a picture you know, this is uh, this is a cool presentation. They're coming up on the beach. Hey, Sir Lord Joel Kahn, guess what I'm doing right now? Um, chewing gum? Uh, nope, not chewing gum. I am actually placing a bid on that Iwo Jima oh. cool artwork by the Associated Press. Like, that to me is pretty historic. And if I can figure out where the hell the freaking Andy Warhol thing is, I might bid on those. But I don't know where they are because no, no idiot will link to it, right? <laughs> well, good luck. I hope you win the NFTs that you can't find. <laughs> This is interesting. So the the Guggenheim's co-founder, his name is Todd Morley. He's building a blockchain tower in New York City, and it's designed to house the world's biggest NFT museum. I don't know anybody was building in New York now. Like it seems so many people left New York. There's all these empty buildings. Why, Why build a new tower? Why not just take over something that's already existent? I don't know. Just... So it's going to be New York's tallest building and house the world's largest NFT museum. Uh, Todd Morley is the founder of the Guggenheim. That to me is like, you don't really need a big tower to show NFTs. You just need a few screens, don't you? Like, all right, here's a screen. Here's a screen. You just need a hard drive and some screens. People like to build bigger, better. And and so anyway, I I like to charge people to come in. I guess. Yeah. All right. I guess something like that. 
You know, Sir Lord Travis, one of the biggest names in music is Quincy Jones. I mean, he's, you know, the dude is a legend, right? He's worked with Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson and his own material and so many musicians. And uh, it looks like, a lot like of stuff in Motown, too, right? Oh, ton, tons. He is uh, forming a new company called One Of, and it is an NFT music platform that he is uh, he's backing. And uh, this is a low cost way of providing fans content that's not necessarily about big ticket auctions aimed at collectors. Wow, this is like this. This is preaching to the choir right here, isn't it? Because this is what we've talked about is that musicians and artists need to be reaching the masses of their audience and not just catering to the whales. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wonder it says it's a green friendly blockchain technology company, one of. I wonder which I don't see which blockchain they're actually built. Tezos, it looks like is that they're doing. The te, they're partnered with the Tezos Foundation, and the Tezos blockchain protocol mints NFTs using two million times less energy than other networks like Ethereum. All right, I've been hearing a lot of stuff popping up on Tezos. Uh, a lot of projects starting to pop up on that. You know, different things are being built on Tezos. So I think I think NFTs on Tezos might become a, a, a bigger thing. NFTs could cost as little as $5 or even free for artists using one of. And they started with $63 million in seed money. Are you going to go buy some Tezos now? Is that what you're, you're doing? I'm looking at the price of Tezos right now to see what's happened. Oh, it's down. It's down 42% in the last two weeks. Market cap of around $3 million. Wait a second. So the market cap on this thing is, right, is, is about half of what... Um, theta is i guess theta is about six billion now right so that's good it's about three billion market cap and it's been as high as much higher than that so which is a technical term <laughs> there you go all right let's as high as almost eight dollars actually and now it's two three dollars three dollars and sixty cents okay the nifty.com we need to bookmark this one. This site here looks like they're covering NFTs. Instagram actively exploring NFT offering. So I don't know exactly what it means that they're going to do with them, but it says this tweet from Sean Williams says they're building an NFT platform and they're reaching out to upcoming artists in the NFT space to help them build it. So I don't know what that's going to look like yet. Yeah, I don't know who Sean Williams is. I don't know who Sean Williams knows. I don't know what that means. But Joel and I have been talking about that. We, we coined NFTstagram a long time ago because why would different artists want to, you know, always be putting their stuff up on Instagram for free just for likes when instead you could create a limited number of those, say 21 or 100 or 1,000 of them, and just sell those NFTs to your fans. It'd be a great way to do sell NFTs, with your social token, right? So if you could combine a social token with sort of an NFT Instagram kind of an idea, that would be a big baller ass platform. And it looks like Instagram is going to try just to come on in. And then think about what that will do for mainstream adoption of NFTs. Then if, if, well, if, 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 if uh, they get it on, it. this is a message. It looks like to the Sean person from Instagram right? Saying, thanks for chatting with me this week. We'd love to move forward and have you a part of our discussion for Commune, a virtual creator event for visual artists and a discussion on crypto art. So this is where, you know, they're having him sign an NDA where they believe yeah. they're, they're moving forward. So it's literally going on. It's literally starts in, in, in 21 minutes from now. Well, not now to zoom out. I want to join because people will be listening to this after it's already yeah. happened. NFT is so, so hot. So is their effect on the Earth's climate? Blah blah blah. Like we haven't heard this before. Only if you're using Ethereum, okay? Only if you're using Ethereum. Only if you're using Ethereum. Use a side chain, not a big deal. Use Wax, use EOS, not a big deal. Eco friendly, and leave it to Wired to uh, to you know hype it up and and try to make people afraid so they go out there and they boycott nfts get everybody Great. all freaked out yeah. i'm not yeah. freaked out at all goldfish like that goldfish and red hots free nfts mm. nft radar here popping this story out 
It looks like are they are they doing a a, co- a collab? Oh, they are. They're doing a collaboration for a spicy version of the goldfish cracker added with Frank's Red Hot. You know, I like Frank's Red Hot. I don't like sriracha as much. I, I don't like the sriracha sauce much at all. But Frank's Red Hot's pretty good, and so they're going to be making some some goldfish crackers, and uh, they're going to create some NFTs collaborating a, a, of uh, putting it together. It's good. Get it collaborating well, the collaborations. What I meant to say. Get it while it's hot. And by the way, if you want to see the links to these stories that we are seeing for the first time in many cases, um, as you follow along, go to nifty.show forward slash six zero and you can uh, check out these stories for yourself. Last week, Travis on Nifty News, we covered that the meme Charlie bit my finger was going to be released as an NFT and uh, removed from YouTube permanently. Guess what? It sold for over three quarters of a million dollars, and uh, the the video is going to be deleted soon. But wow, that is probably that's the biggest meme sale I believe to to date. It's pretty big. It's got eight hundred and eighty four million down uh, views on YouTube, so very close to a billion because math. And and look at that. I wonder. Like just, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like, okay, how much money do you make with one million YouTube views? Like, does it does it make does it make? I'm curious. Like, it doesn't make. They've made over time. It doesn't make this kind of money. So, so three hundred to two thousand dollars per one million views. So yeah. Let's say on the low end. Let's say on the low end, three hundred dollars times eight hundred eighty four. That's two hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. Yep. Well, this sold for for three times that. Yeah. And uh, so now the NFT auction winner is going to have a certificate of authenticity for the original video and the opportunity to make a parody of the video featuring the brothers that are now teenagers, Harry and Charlie, because this is from uh, thirteen years ago, right? I believe this was 2007, 14 years ago. Yeah. If you actually search for Charlie bit my finger, there's so many photos of them at other ages where the teenagers are like, they're still doing this. Charlie's biting the other one's uh, uh, finger again. It's like, they're going to be, we're going to see these guys like, you know, 40, 50 years from now, like when they're all old and gray and like, Charlie bit my finger. Yeah. Look at it. It's got permanent bite marks. (laughs) There's, there's, there's no teeth. You know, Charlie's <laughs> Charlie's teeth will have fallen out. They'll take his dentures and they'll just put it on yeah. the guy's finger Charlie like this. Finger. I got a tattoo of it. Uh, as the ecosystem continues to grow, really glad to see sites popping up that are focused on NFTs. This one in particular, Wax.Guide. Uh, this guy's doing a really good job of following up with all the news that he encounters in the, uh, the NFT ecosystem. And so I would bookmark this one right here they write about the different drops and um seems to uh contain a lot of information some of which i've not even been uh, privy to so wax.guy they are not a sponsor of the show we just like to talk about the things that we find that we think you'll find interesting because that's Mm. what we do here i just see a new one girls of ink wax drops popped out there recently all right check it out nf titties it's becoming a thing we're we are we are we have willed nf titties into existence by the way sir lord travis youtube took down our nifty news that featured that playboy image ish on the front which i thought they might when put that in i'm like i don't know if that's gonna pass it's down no appeal either no appeal and it wasn't even nudity I, it was new. It was a, a playmate, but I, I put smiley faces over the nipples. Yeah, <laughs> that seemed reasonable. <laughs> they, they they were big because so. he had nice areolas, and so I had to put the bigger smileys on there. <laughs> they did not think that um, that that was mm. legit. So wow. that one's down. If you want that episode, you're going to have to go listen to it or go find it on library uh, lbry.tv, uh, which I think is now Odyssey. But all of the stuff that YouTube takes down lives on in decentralized video. And so there's nothing that we've lost um, except our our bad crypto Twitter was taken down, was suspended uh, indefinitely by Twitter because a year and a half ago, 
we posted a video that somebody else gave us that had copyright material. So they deleted the tweets, the same, basically the same video in about 15 tweets. And because it was that many times, it was repeat offenses and their idiots over there just suspended the account, even though they removed the tweets like from, from a year and a half ago. Wow. Twitter yeah. is asshole. Big tech is asshole. Yeah, which I think pro I think I, I just wonder like what part of it is you know that we rail on Twitter a, a bit in bad crypto and somebody there maybe heard it was like these guys are talking bad about us let's get them here are feelings yeah we're feelings we're we're habitual feeling herders well they have bigger problems than uh, than that that's true so. I I saw that uh, Florida's governor has said that Florida residents can now sue big tech for banning and censoring them. And I thought I started thinking like, wait a second, there's a pretty powerful guy who used to be president of the United States who lives in Florida. That would be hilarious if he could sue the, then sue Twitter. Like that'd be interesting. We'll see to be continued drama. I just, you know, it's always interesting to see the crazy dramas. Indeed it is. Thanks for listening or watching to whatever it is you do. We appreciate any reviews that you provide, especially if they're good. If they're not, uh, then just apply that review to those other guys' show, even though we like them and don't think they deserve it either. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're going to write a bad review. At least make it funny. Don't, you know, don't be stupid. Right. Uh, and more, more good stuff coming. Don't forget our live show every Friday, five o'clock or Thursdays now at five o'clock Eastern. I have to remember we've changed. Um, Thursdays, five o'clock Eastern, nifty.show forward slash YouTube, nifty.show forward slash theta. And of course, you can watch the replays and subscribe to the show so you can listen to us in your ears because let's face it, we're not much to look at. It's true. We're, 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 we got faces made for podcasts. Indeed we do. But we're doing videos anyways because our mama thinks we're cute. His mama thinks he's cute enough to do video. My mama thinks I'm cute enough. Mama says I probably need to drop a few pounds. You know what else your mama says? Stay nifty. Be nifty. No, damn it. Get, uh, keep it nifty. Mama, mama always said keep it nifty. Uh, mama always said keep it nifty. You dress nifty.